What the F is going on? Welcome to the Triple F Podcast, where we discuss the fake holy trinity, food, fitness, and fun. I am your host, Trevina Woods, and today I will be discussing my very first time making enchiladas and a little bit with the grocery store shopping during quarantine, an update on my fitness journey, and the best weekend I've had this year. Stay tuned. This podcast is brought to you by 3D Doritos, the only cheesy snack to make you feel like you're not really going to gain weight from eating a whole bag because they're filled with even more air. Back to your show. All right, so let's dig right into it. So my food journey this week, we had chicken enchiladas as a family on Tuesday. Um, I just kind of crossed this recipe because I've been cheap and didn't want to go to the grocery store. Um... So I looked in the cabinet and realized I bought verde sauce. And we had some uh, corn tortillas. We had some canned chicken. Yes, canned chicken. And it is really freaking good. So I found a recipe online that had all the ingredients I had on hand. Uh, a couple modifications with like the oil. Instead of using the oil they recommended, I used olive oil, which I think is better and more healthy than vegetable oil. But I don't really know that to be a fact. I just do what I'm told. Um so I started making the chicken enchiladas. Um, once they were done, they really looked like great value, you know, chicken enchiladas that you buy in a great value right next to the Stouffer's. You got the Stouffer's option in the freezer. You can get those for $13.99 or great value has theirs for $6. You're probably going to choose a great value. And that's exactly what came out of the oven after I got done. They look just like those box and everything trash. But they tasted really freaking good. They didn't stay together when you pulled them out of the pan or the skillet. Um, but they tasted really good because of that verde sauce. So shout out to, I forgot the brand, but it's La Pernude or something like that. It was something Spanish. It was authentic. Really, really good. And, of course, we also uh, had takeout um, at the time of me recording this. It is Saturday. And on weekends, we like to go out to eat. We'd rather just chill. We do a lot of yard work. Um, I'll get into that later, but we'd rather not cook on the weekend. So we try and do our best to eat out and support local. And the place that we chose to support this weekend was Nefertiti. Uh, it's over here on uh, the Eastland Shopping Center. Uh, it's kind of standalone. It looks like a little mark market or a, a mart, food mart, but it's kind of tucked away next to Save-A-Lot um, and China King or Happy China, one of those two, uh, across from Walgreens. And it is delicious. I when I did DoorDash back in the day, I actually, my first time ever discovering that place or knowing that they actually made food was through DoorDash. I went and had a delivery, and uh, it was pretty decent, but the guy ordered from all the way over on Waller Avenue, and it just boggled my mind. There's a place over there that makes uh, Mediterranean food, or um, and it just boggled my mind why he would order from all the way over here on Eastland. And then I tasted it uh, probably a couple months ago. And my goodness, it made sense after that. Nefertiti is so good. Chicken shawarma. It's one great uh, item you can try there. Um, they make it with so much flavor. There's garlic sauce. There's all these spices. They have two different kinds of rices. One of them, I think, is made from like chicken stock or something like that. And the other one is just plain rice. But it is just delicious. And the chicken is just the most tender chicken. Um, and it comes, it's authentic. It's made on like the little thing that gyros are made on, just a, you know, turning meat thingy, <laughs> for lack of a better term. 
Um, but it's delicious. It's really good. So I highly encourage you to try that if you haven't already. Go and support those uh, guys there. They've, they've done a great job during this quarantine, and I highly recommend Nefertiti. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's just a little bit of how the food has gone this week. And because of all that eating, you know, fitness is a very, very important aspect of our quarantine lives. Um, even more now than ever, as you can probably already guess, it's easy to sit around and gain weight when you're sitting at a desk all day working. Um, so, you know, fitness is important. And my fitness journey has sucked recently. Um, after quarantine, you know, happened, I thought I was just gonna, you know, be firing on all cylinders because I didn't have to worry about going anywhere. Um, I was already prepared to be working out at home, doing my own thing on weekends, you know, got yard work, going and doing stuff outside, running. I thought I was just gonna kill it. But after it happened, I got this Nintendo Switch and it wasn't happening like that. It was, ex it is extremely hard. So, um, but the highlight, of course, is the yard work that I've been doing. So every Saturday, um, Kristen and I will get outside and we'll do some yard work. She has all the ideas. And at first I get a little bit mad because it's not my idea and it's not something I want to do. But it's a great idea. And it's a, a great thing to improve the look of the house, which is always a plus. So after I get over my little temper tantrum, I go out there and help her do whatever. Uh, my thing is always cutting the grass so I get out there and do that and of course I'm making activity on my Apple watch uh, it's either an other workout because they don't have yard work or grass cutting on their lawn mowing um, or it is um, strength training depending on how much I'm actually doing out there because I do go out and lift stuff and move stuff so even while I'm doing the lawn because we got sticks and logs and whatever else in our yard so um it is a great workout. I usually end up burning like some between six, 700 calories. Uh, if it's just 30 minutes or so, uh, if I go front and backyard, you know, on a couple other things, I usually do weed eating and all that stuff. Uh, it usually, you know, burns up about a thousand plus calories. So it's a great workout, especially on a Saturday. I always hit my doing just yard work hits my daily goal, which is always a plus. It only takes about an hour and a half to do my daily goal. Then I go back inside, eat some of that takeout. Mmm, delicious. Um, but yeah, so it's been pretty awesome. This weekend, um, actually today, uh, Gary and myself, one of my buddies Gary, he got me into disc golf about a year ago. So we went out and played some disc golf over at Jacobson Park. They got 18 holes. Like yard work, disc golf is a great way to burn a ton of calories. Um, and those of you who are unfamiliar with it, some people call it Frisbee golf. People call it Frisbee chain. I don't know. I don't know where they come up with these names. They just look and see what it is. And you're like, oh, Frisbee. You guys playing Frisbee? It's a disc golf. D-I-S-C. A Frisbee is a disc. And these are disc golf discs. So call it what you want, but this is what it is. Um, but we went out there, 18 holes. We completed each and every one of them. And uh, actually, we missed one. There were a bunch of hammockers, uh, don't know what you call them, people that are picnicking, people on hammocks in between the trees that we often hit when we throw those discs. And we just didn't want to destroy this family. It was a very nice family sitting there. I think it was hole four, um, which we usually have trouble with because it's, it's a tricky hole. But um, it was a nice looking family sitting there and just 
Gary was like, oh, we can't hit them. We just can't risk it. They're sitting there eating, and they're peaceful, and they're smiling, and, you know, the sun's coming through the trees, and they just look like a happy group. We just didn't want to destroy them, so we moved on. We, we did skip that hole, but it didn't take away from 1,700 burned calories, which is beyond. That's like 150% of my daily move goal, so perfect. Got that in. It always feels good once you're done. I was actually tired today. That sun beat my butt. It destroyed me. But, uh, like I said, we got that in. Um, Jacobson Park, there's a bunch of disc, disc golf courses, and it's really cheap to get into. Uh, starter set only costs about 25 bucks. You can get it on Amazon or uh, Dick's Sporting Goods, which I'm not even sure Dick's has anything left on their shelves right now. Um, but they might have some disc golf discs. Who knows? It's worth a try and worth a shot checking it out. And it's a good family activity too. You know, anybody from, you know, three years old on up to 60 or 70, as long as you can get out there and throw a disc, you can play disc golf. Um, competitive or not, it's a fun activity. So get on out there if you can. Check out some disc golf. Um, and I will tell you about the fun I had last weekend right after this commercial. Triple F Podcast is also brought to you by Cookies and Mint Hershey's Chocolate Bars. We know you were out here putting smiles on kids' faces when there were no actual cookies and cream bars left at their local gas station candy shelves. We settled for you, and you left like the second place winner at your kid's eighth grade track meet. Everyone forgot about you, too. Back to your show. And during this quarantine, there have been a lot of ways of being able to have fun. You know, you can do certain activities like disc golf, as I mentioned earlier. And there's some fun and fitness, you know, tied into that. Um, but last weekend, last Saturday, I did some photos. I did a photo shoot with um, two separate ones. I did two photo shoots. Saturday, I did one. And Sunday, I did another. Saturday, my photo shoot consisted of... Me taking a bunch of pictures and a couple videos of one of my uh, friends, um, Raymond Cousins. Um, he's a hip-hop, he's starting a hip-hop dance class. So Raymond just wanted a couple headshots, he wanted some action shots of him dancing, and then he wanted me to record him a couple videos for some promotional reasons. So um, I thought it'd be a perfect opportunity to get out. The weather was nice last weekend after a bunch of days of rain and gloom. It was, the sun was out. It was just a great day. Uh, weather was perfect. So we went up to the summit, took some pictures. Raymond was awesome. He smiled. He danced. He uh, gave me a, a whole other perspective on you know, some good action shots and, and just what those look like. So it was just a great time. And he was very professional. Um, it's just a really good time to, to be out there and you know, capturing his vision of what he wanted for his business, and um, it was just really awesome. So I appreciate you, Raymond, giving me some business, uh, but also uh, making my day uh, when it comes to me just doing what I love to do. And you, in turn, doing that and collaborating together and just making something that was very useful. So I appreciate that. Uh, Sunday, I got the opportunity to work with Alex and Matt, um, the Nails, so last name, uh, they actually um, had a newborn, and it's about now she'll be about four weeks old. But at the time she was three weeks, 
and they wanted some newborn pictures. Uh, ideally, would have gotten them sooner, but it worked out perfect timing. Um, and due to the circumstance, you know, it was just us three, and we did it in their home, and it was a very great experience. I never thought, you know, when I bought my camera, I'd be taking pictures of babies um, and their parents. I thought it'd be family photos. I thought it'd be, you know, some videos and, you know, just some cool action stuff. But a newborn child was a bit of a, a lot of fun. It was a little challenging as well because you got to take into account that baby has schedules, that baby likes to feed and likes to poop. And it does exactly what it needs to be doing. It's just growing and learning. But you're trying to capture that baby's moments in that time. And it's not easy. You want the baby to smile. You can't just say smile because you want to see a baby's, you know, smile. It's a gum, gummy smile when it's, you know, brand new uh, as it's young. And you just don't always have that option. So you got to literally keep the camera, keep that lens on that baby the whole time while even if you're adjusting the light and it was kind of funny because every time I was checking the picture that I just took, they would notice that she was smiling. And so every time I'd look down and check out and see exactly what it is I just captured, they'd be like, Oh, she's smiling. Get it, get it. So now I got to switch the settings real quick and go back up. And as soon as I get my camera back on my eyes, she's now no longer smiling. So <laughs> she had some fun that day. Um, but it was, it was amazing that, that their child is just precious and adorable and you know, I'm looking forward to working with them in the future as well and just seeing seeing her grow up. Um, it's just a great experience. So, um, the only other thing I was doing for fun, which was probably the highlight of this past two weeks, was I mentioned earlier I've been playing my Nintendo Switch after I go out and do some yard work and stuff. My goodness, uh, Kristen has been playing Animal Crossing, and after she bought it, I bought a game to play with my brother, a manly game, and we were shooting people and having some fun, and I kept looking over. We had our TVs both in the living room right next to each other, and she'd be playing Animal Crossing, and she's playing with my friends on Animal Crossing, Brandon and a couple other buddies, and I'm like, oh, no, they're having way too much fun. I'm going to buy a Switch, too. So I went to Target one day, and lo and behold, they had a Switch Lite and Animal Crossing sitting right there. I just paid off my credit cards with my Trump check, my stimulus money. So I decided to um, to go ahead and indulge. I wanted to have the same kind of fun they were having. So I bought a Nintendo Switch, Animal Crossing, and I got right down to it. And when I tell you I spent two straight weeks playing Animal Crossing, usually what do you do when you wake up every single day? Just think about it. When you wake up every day, some of you might check your phones like I do, and then you go and do whatever it is you got to do to get ready for work. You might work out. You might do this and that. You might eat breakfast, and then you go on to work, or I guess nowadays go into your office, get on the computer, and start work. Guess what I was doing the past two weeks, even today? I ain't going to front. I pick up my Switch first. My phone can wait. I don't need to be on that phone. Those people ain't got nothing to do with what's going on on Tom Nook's Island. And so I pick up my Switch and I check those updates. I check the price of the turnips. And then after I figured all that out, and after my island is settled, I've dug up my gold tree, uh, planted my gold tree, my money tree. Um, After I smacked in them rocks with my shovel and got all my money, including that 8,000 that y'all be missing. Then, and only then, Will I start my day? So 
Shout out to Animal Crossing for keeping me sane, or I guess somewhat sane, through this quarantine. And I definitely, definitely appreciate it. So, we will end the very first podcast and every other one with the F word of the week. So, this week, the F word is furtherance. And you can hear Merriam-Webster give us a pronunciation of that just in case I didn't do a good job. Furtherance. Furtherance. It's exactly what it sounds like. So the definition of furtherance is the act of furthering or advancement. So an example of furtherance in a sentence is they made the furtherance of science their life's work. Another example, the 1965 Civil Rights Act was a major step in the furtherance of social justice in the United States. So furtherance. It's a word that you're probably familiar with. You know further. You know ence. Like clearance, you know the whole uh, structure of the sentence, but maybe you've never heard furtherance in total. I know I haven't, and that's why I chose the word. It looked like a very interesting word, looked familiar, but also like I never seen it before in a sentence. So I decided to see what the heck that was about, and that's always good to educate yourself. So it's the most reading I've done all quarantine. Um, furtherance, and now that you know a word that you didn't know before. Or if you did know the word before, then go tell somebody else. Let them know that this is a word you should know. <laughs> All right. Well, that was the Triple F podcast, the first episode you got to witness. I appreciate you for tuning in. Uh, please share and leave a review and let me know what you think about it. Uh, I'll try and do this once every two weeks or so. Keep on keeping on. And we'll catch you on the next one. Peace out.